Thank you for joining us here today at Liberty Church. We pray that the love of God will be made known to you through this podcast. If you wish to know more about our church or would like to support our ministries, check out our website at libertychurch.life. Or you can look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Again, thank you for joining us and welcome to Liberty Church. This morning, Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, 11. Last week, we uh, taught on Romans 8, 28. Uh, I, I pray it was a blessing to you. Uh, I received a blessing from it. And I remember telling you last week, that's a verse of scripture that every Christian must remember because it's an anchor for the Christian believer. Um, Isaiah 55, 11 is in the class as well. We should remember this verse of scripture. A little bit of the background to what is being spoken here. Um, Israel, again, is in its backslidden condition. And God is speaking to Israel about how he can revive them and bring life back to them. Uh, in, in which he did. But the prophetic word in Isaiah 55, 11 is this. The Lord spoke and said, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Again, this is God speaking, prophetic word through Isaiah, and God is saying, now I want us to get this, God is saying, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now to better understand this, this word, Let's say you're telling someone under your authority to do a particular job and they hear you, but they keep on walking and doing what they want to do. Now, you think about that where you work or it may happen at home. I don't know. But just think about it. You're telling someone under your authority to do something uh, and they just, they hear it, but they just keep on walking. Well, what just happened is your word returned to you void. It did. It did not accomplish what you sent it to do. So you gain a little bit more of understanding here. God said, my word will not do that. When I speak my word, it will go out and it will accomplish something. It's not going to come back to me empty-handed. Amen? Even if one says, God, no. Saying no to God. I'm not going to obey your word, what you told me. Well, the question is asked, well, God's word. God didn't obey it, so it's going back to God empty. No, it will not. When God speaks that word, to a particular individual, and they do not obey it, 
that word will move from that individual to one who will obey it. So it's not going to come back to God empty. His word will not do that. He promised us that. And this morning, somewhat the subject matter is the word moves. His word moves. Now, um, I wasn't going to tell you how I got this sermon title this morning, but I, I think I will. In the foyer last Sunday morning, I heard some talk. Good talk. <laughs> Don't get nervous. And um, uh, Miss Lynette was involved. She was talking to Debbie, I believe it was, and she was telling her about uh, uh, problems she had with her reading or her visual, looking at some words. And uh, I heard her, but I, I didn't hear her. I knew she was talking. Uh, to Debbie, but she said a particular thing that the Spirit grabbed and put into my spirit. And she said, it's like the word moves. And as soon as she said that, I knew it right off the bat. The Spirit grabbed that and put it into my spirit. The word moves. God's word moves. And it's wise to obey it when it comes to you because if you do not obey it, it will move from you to somebody else and they will receive the blessings of obedience. So the word of God moves. Isaiah said, or God said through Isaiah, he sent his word. God sent his word. God spoke his word and, and he sent it. It wasn't a word from the council members of heaven. It wasn't from the congressional caucuses of heaven. It was straight from God's mouth. God said, I spoke this word. I sent this word. You know, um, God's word, now get this, God's word is the most powerful communication transferred between heaven and earth. God's word is the most powerful communication transferred between heaven and earth. His word is the most powerful form of communication known on earth. There have been presidents and kings who have spoken a word and it was not fulfilled. It came back to them empty-handed. Every living being on earth has had that to happen, but God has never had that to happen. When God speaks his word, it goes out and it accomplishes the task. God sent his word. Without the communication of his word, we would still be living in darkness if living at all. Without the communication of his word, we would have no direction in this life whatsoever. Without his word, we could, we would not know him whatsoever. The power of God's communicative word, when it is spoken, it just does something. God's word, when he speaks, when he sends it forward, he has a reason for it. And when it goes forward, it will accomplish the task. It's very powerful. Without the communication of God's word, no one could be saved. You ever thought of that? Without God's word being communicated to planet earth and to others, no one could be saved. That's how powerful God's word is. When he sends it forward, it's going to accomplish the task. You know, I, I was thinking of this earlier. Uh, some of these thoughts without God's word there's no hope whatsoever. Without the communication of God's word, just forget it. It's over. 
without the communication of God's word, we would still be living in, in our sins and we would be the most pitiable of all people. But praise God, the psalmist said he did send his word. God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. God has purpose when he sends his word to accomplish the task, whatever he sent it to do. And when he speaks, as the scripture said, it will not return to him empty. You know, God is still sending words out. I pray that you believe that. I know that you do. God is still sending his word. The question might be, are we receiving it? Now, that's a thought. He's still sending. Are we receiving? Hmm. Now, after he said, I'll send my word. My word goes forth from my mouth. His moving word will accomplish the task. No matter how great, no matter how hard, God's word that he spoke that moves will accomplish the task, no matter what it is. That's a blessing to me. Because his word can be spoken toward me in my situation or you in your situation. And you know it's not going to return to God empty. It's going to be fulfilled. God's speaking words to us. Uh, someone else may bear it and bring it to us, but God's words delivered to you or he may speak it to you directly by whatever means, the word of God, a, a, a dream, vision, I don't know. But he still communicates. He's still sending his word we must be willing to receive the word because it's going to accomplish whatever he sent it to do. So I would say wisdom demands that we receive it because it's going to accomplish something. You know, at God's word, things were created. I, I know you know that as well. When God spoke in the beginning, things started happening. The earth began to take form in all of its beauty at God's word. God sent his word and things were accomplished. The earth came into being in all of its creation. Not only was it creation, but God spoke and creation received life. So again, the power of God's spoken word, it was sent out. It, it moves, it touched individuals and it brings life. I also read in some of my readings this past week, God sent his word. Abraham believed it. And Abraham began to travel to the promised land that God said you could have. God sent his word to Abraham. And it caused Abraham to move. He heard God's word and he began to obey. And several other places in Scripture, you know, at the shout of God's word, the walls of Jericho fell flat. At the speaking of God's word, King Jehoshaphat gained a great military victory. Acting, acting upon God's word that he sent to King Hezekiah, Hezekiah won a battle without even fighting in it. And there's so many more stories here, but God's word is moving. He's still speaking. Are we receiving what God is speaking? 
because it will accomplish what he sent it to do. I read through a story, I think it was Friday, and uh, uh, one of my favorite stories in Ezekiel 37 or, or 38 about the valley of dry bones. I love that story. <clears throat> Again, God is speaking to Israel how God could revive Israel. And the story goes, as you know, um, Ezekiel sees this valley that's full of dry bones, skeletons. And God said, Ezekiel, can these bones live again? And Ezekiel said, only you know, God. And God said, Ezekiel, speak my word to the bones to come together. And Ezekiel heard God's word and he spoke it. It, it, it moves. God's sending his word. And he spoke it. And in the vision, the bones began to rattle and come together and take form. And then I notice in the story, it stopped there. And then here is Ezekiel looking at these skeletons with form. And God said, Ezekiel, speak my breath of life to them. That's good. You can be alive without being alive. You can be living without, without really living. You can have a form of going about things, but unless the breath of God is in you, stirring up your spirit, you're not really living. And so in the story, when God said, speak the breath of life to them, Ezekiel said, oh, breath of God, stir in these bones again. And the word of God says the breath of God hit them, and they came together, and they lived. All the flesh, all the muscles, everything came together, and they lived. The power of God's spoken word. I, I, I find myself praying this. I was praying this. I want you to pray this. God, stir in these bones again. God stirring the bones again. And these bones were in worse shape than you and I are. Amen. <laughs> these bones were scattered in a valley and they were dry. I mean, no life to them whatsoever. Not to be gross, but all the animals had done eating all the flesh and the birds picked up all the flesh. These were dry bones laying there in worse shape than what we are right now. And God said, Ezekiel, you believe they can live again? You know, Lord. Then speak. And he spoke God's word to them. They came together. And then he said, breath of God, come into these beings and let them live again. You and I can live again. God can speak his word to us. He can breathe fresh life into us. And we can live again under the power and the anointing of God's spoken word. God can do that for us. I believe it. I believe that with all my heart. I read this story again. I said, okay, God, you did it for him. You did it for them. You can do it for us. You, you, you can do it for us, God. You know, I, I say again, those, those bones were in bad shape. I, I'm sure several bones uh, 
one person was scattered all through that valley. But God brought, he can bring them back together. Wow. The power of God. He spoke. His word went forward and accomplished the task. His word didn't come back to him empty. It accomplished what he sent it to do. And so he can do the same for us today. Amen. So, with respect, when you're thinking, well, I'm, I'm out of that age bracket. I'm just cruising now. These old bones, they hurt every now and then. I just, I just can't do all that much. You're in a lot better shape, those bones in that valley. <laughs> and God brought life to them again. He can do that for us too. You just got to want it. You just got to want it. He's speaking that word to us. Are we receiving it? That's a key thought there. Are we receiving it? Remember last week, I think I used this last week, the Roman officer heard about Jesus healing people. And he went and sought out Jesus and found him. And said, Jesus, my servant is sick and needs healing. And Jesus was going to come to his house. And he said, no, Lord, no. My, my home's not worthy to have someone like you. He just said, if you'll speak the word. God's still sending his word. And God spoke the word. And that word moved and touched that servant and healed that servant. Wow. It accomplished the task what God sent his word to do. It's still working today. His word still moves. I pray are we receiving it. He sent his word. His word is accomplishing the task. And then I notice in that scripture, his word will prosper. The Lord said, my word will prosper. Now, accomplishing seems like prospering, but there are two different things there. It's like accomplishing is the verb part. It's going after it. It's the action. It's going to do it. But the prospering part is going to continue to happen. It's going to continue accomplishing. It's going to keep fulfilling. It's going to flourish. God said my word will flourish. My word will prosper in what I sent it to do. If we receive what God is speaking to us, I promise you, it will prosper you in many different ways. We, we just got to receive it. You believe God's still speaking words to us? Oh, no, we, we've had our time. <laughs> no, no, he's going to choose someone else. He's going to choose that person who can talk a little better. He's going to choose that person who's known a little better. Don't, don't think that way. God's choosing you. And God's speaking to you. God's sending his word to you. And if you receive it, if we receive it, we will prosper. That's what God's word says. It will prosper. Amen. You know, God's word is a faith builder. It's moving. It's accomplishing. Thus, it's a faith builder. You know the, the scripture, Romans 10, 17. That's another we need to add to 
Don't forget it. It's a good one. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So his word is a faith builder. You ever thought, how does it build? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay, faith is a, uh, his word is a faith builder. Well, just how does it build? Well, there, there are two ways. One in relationship. The word of God teaches us more about God. It tells us all about, all about God's character, God's nature, God's love, God's action. So it, it somewhat reveals who God is. And we can have a relationship with him. That starts building faith. And then the second thing is obedience. As we obey the word of God, when we read it, and we obey it, we began to see it come alive in us. It begins to take form in us. So faith comes by hearing, and that hearing by God's word. God speaks his word, and it goes forth, and we receive it, and it will accomplish what he sent it to do. God's still sending his word, and it's still accomplishing the task and I pray to God that we are receiving what God is sending. You know, his word in you is not only a faith builder, it's a light bearer. God's word that he's sending forth is a light bearer. Peter said, we have the prophetic word of God in us. I like that just by itself. He said, we have the prophetic word of God in us, and it shines in the dark places, causing the morning star to shine in our hearts. That's part of that obedient part. When you begin to obey, the word comes alive, and it just does something on the inside of you. And wherever you go, you're bringing light. You're a light bearer. You bring light into that situation because it all started with God speaking, and you received it. And you believed it. And God's word started prospering in your life, bringing light not only to you, but to those you go to. Man, that's good, Pastor. I like that. Maybe I should back up and say that again. His, his word not only is a faith builder, a light bearer, and we're still talking about Isaiah 55. God spoke. He's sending forth his word for a purpose. Build faith, light bearer. And we can go on and on and on. But I chose another one here. His word causes you to be a devil kicker. It does. If you're a light bearer, you got to be a devil kicker. John said, the word of God abides in you, and it makes you strong to overcome the wicked one. If your faith is being built and you're a light bearer, you, you, you're going to have to be a devil kicker. Because if you don't, he's going to kick you. 
So some kicking is going to go on one way or the other. I choose that I do the kicking and the devil receives the kicking. The word of God helps me to do that. John said, the word abides in you. What God spoke many years ago and the prophets wrote, it's still alive and it abides in you and it makes you strong that you can overcome the wicked one. Praise God. I want to be an overcomer. Well, God spoke that I could. He sent that word out. And God sent it out for a purpose, that it will prosper whoever receives it. And I want to receive it. And I pray that you do as well. I want my faith to be built. I want to be a light bearer. I want to be a devil kicker. And God spoke all that into action. I just want to receive it. And I'm going to obey it. And it's going to happen. I just believe that with all my heart. Scripture teaches that those who have God's word and keeps God's word, it will prosper them. It'll even prosper people around you. That's how powerful it is. But we have to keep it. We have to obey it. Jesus said, as you keep my word, the Father and I will abide in you. Now, if I don't say anything else, and I probably just about said enough, you can't remember all this stuff. But if I just leave it here, this is one of the most powerful things I can say. Jesus said, keep my word. And as you keep my word, the Father and I will make our home in your heart. And he said, as we're making our home in your heart, we will make ourselves known to you who we really are. Wow. That almost boggles my mind. God wants to make himself known to you and me, mere mortals, human flesh. God wants to make himself known to us. Because he loves us so much and he wants to pour his love and his light in us so that we can help others. He wants to make himself known to us. He said, if you keep my word, we're going to make ourselves at home in your heart. And we're going to teach you more about who we are. But that's spiritual prospering at its highest level. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will by no means pass away. I mean, it, Isaiah 55, 11, he said, I sent my word, and it's not coming back to me empty-handed. It will prosper what I sent it to do. Heaven and earth will fall apart, but my word will accomplish the task it was sent to do. Wow. Amazing. God's still speaking. God, this is full of what God has said. And we must read it and get it into our hearts. This is one thing I, I, I told you earlier I, I would share with you. God, what would you have me to do? And I, I think I shared it with you. He said, fill yourself with this. And he told me, 
how to and how many times. He went that far. I said, okay, God, by your help, I will do this. Because I'm realizing that he sent his word to me. And his word will accomplish what he said it will do and will cause me to prosper. So natural thinking and wisdom says, obey it. Do what God said to do. He has reason. He has purpose. Whatever God says, it's going to go forth and it's going to be accomplished. I want it accomplished in me and through me, as I'm sure you do as well. Amen? So God's word remains steadfast. Throughout life and eternity, it will. And it will keep moving, God's Word. It will keep moving. The Word moves. The Word moves through vessels of God's choosing. And He's choosing you. I want to be a vessel of God's Word. And I pray that you do as well. There's no greater honor than to bear God's word in your heart and share it with others. No greater honor than that. He's still sending his word. But again, the question is, are we receiving his word? And if we are, it will show. We must speak it. That's another way the word keeps moving. We, we speak it. He chose us. He placed his hands upon us and he speaks his word to us and we speak it. And that's another way it just, it keeps moving. The word's alive. You know that. It's like the breath of life, fresh life in us. But know this. If we cease to speak it, if we cease to obey it, it will move. His word will not be idle. It will move. If we cease to speak it, it will move to someone else. And they will receive the blessings and the prosperity of it. We don't want to miss that. God's word will find a vessel that's going to obey. It will. It'll find a vessel that says, yes, God. I believe your word. I want it burning in my heart. I'm going to obey it. Based on Isaiah 55, 11, he sent his word. He's sending his word. It will not return to him empty-handed. It will accomplish the task that he sent it to do, and it will prosper. So everything I said this morning is based on Isaiah 55, 11. I want God to accomplish his task through us, and I want us to prosper. And it all began with God speaking. He spoke. Are we receiving? That's the question. Are we receiving? And you got to answer that. Nobody else can answer that for you but you. Am I receiving what God is speaking? Am I even hearing what God is speaking? 
That's another thought right there. Am I even hearing? Rest assured, God's speaking. He is. But are we listening? Are we caught up in too many things of this world and the way of life so much we can't even hear God speak anymore? That's a dangerous place to be in. If I can't hear it, I can't obey it. If I can't hear it, I can't receive it. So I pray to God that we consider these thoughts this morning. God, I want to hear what you're speaking. I want my spirit to commune with yours. I want you to make me in who I need to be so that I can be a light bearer, a devil kicker, someone who's pleasing you, God. Isaiah 55, 11, he's speaking. His word's going forth. I pray to God we're receiving it because it's going to accomplish. Wherever it lands, it will accomplish what he sent it to do. Let's pray this morning. Gracious God, so glad that you joined us here today at Liberty Church, and we certainly pray that you received a word from our podcast today. Let me encourage you to support our ministry so that more people can be reached by the gospel. You can do so by going to libertychurch.life and clicking on the giving button. All those donations are used to reach others for the love of God. Again, thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.